Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Vista Gold's third quarter 2021 Financial Results and Corporate Update Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Following the presentation, we will conduct a question and answer session. At that time, participants are asked to press star zero to register for a question. For assistance during the call, please press star zero on your touchtone phone. As a reminder, this conference is being recorded. Today is Thursday, October 28, 2021. It is now my pleasure to introduce Pamela Solly, Vice President of Investor Relations. Please go ahead, ma'am. Thank you, Lisa. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining the Vista Gold Corp. Third Quarter 2021 Financial Results and Corporate Update Conference Call. I'm Pamela Solly, Vice President of Investor Relations. On the call today is Fred Ernest, President and Chief Executive Officer, and Doug Tobler, Chief Financial Officer. During the course of this call, we will be making forward-looking statements. These statements involve known and unknown risks, uncertainties, and other factors that may cause actual results, performance, or achievements of VISTA to be materially different from results, performance, or achievements expressed or implied by such statements. Please refer to our most recently filed Form 10-K and Form 10-Q for those notes regarding forward-looking statements and details of risks and other important factors that could cause actual results to differ materially from those in our forward-looking statements. I will now turn the call over to Fred Ernest. Thank you, Pam. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on the call today. Our activities during the third quarter focused on several key programs that we believe will have a significant positive impact on shareholder value. Beginning with the Mount Todd Definitive Feasibility Study, we made substantial progress during the quarter and the study is nearing completion. The process to seek a strategic partner is advancing. Despite COVID-related travel restrictions, we continue to see strong interest in Mount Todd. We completed phase two of our exploration drilling program And based on the positive results to date, we expanded the program with additional drilling that is expected to continue into 2022. Finally, we significantly strengthened our balance sheet with quarter-end cash of approximately $16 million, which Doug will talk about in a few moments. In general, our outlook with regards to the COVID pandemic is improving. We continue to enjoy in-person working relationships with all our staff in our corporate office, And in September, we attended our first in-person industry conferences since the start of COVID. In the Northern Territory of Australia, COVID control measures have been relaxed, but travel by international visitors into Australia continues to be severely restricted. Mount Todd continues to operate under an approved COVID-19 management and mitigation plan. We note that the Australian government recently announced it will begin to ease international travel restrictions for its fully vaccinated citizens and permanent residents beginning in November and is working to define a plan to allow travel by 
international travel by foreigners. This is not expected to occur, to occur until sometime in early 2022. I'll discuss our third quarter achievements and key programs in greater detail later in the call, but I will now turn the time over to Doug Tobler for a review of our financial results for the quarter ended September 30th, 2021. Thanks, Fred, and also thanks to those on today's call. Our financial report for the third quarter was filed yesterday. My comments today will touch on the highlights from this report. For additional details, the full Form 10-Q is available at sec.gov or cdar.com. I'll start with our cash position. Cash and cash equivalents totaled $16 million at September 30, 2021. This is up $8.3 million since December 31, 2020, when we held cash of $7.8 million. It was important to strengthen our balance sheet to support key drivers in achieving our objectives of improving the economic potential of Mount Todd and increasing shareholder value. We have invested in programs at Mount Todd to refine technical aspects of the property and bring it closer to a development-ready state. This includes completing a definitive feasibility study, essentially dewatering the Batman pit, obtaining approval of the mine management plan, and continuing our exploration drilling program. A strong cash position also places us in a position of strength to support the company's partnering process. We increased our cash position through two primary sources. The offering in July provided net proceeds of $12.3 million. This was the company's first offering transaction in five years. We also continued to source cash by monetizing our non-core assets which produced a total of $2.4 million from the Los Reyes and Awak Moss properties. This is results of operation for the current quarter were in line with our expectations. We reported a net loss of $3.1 million for the third quarter of 2021, compared to net income of $4.2 million for the same quarter of last year. There were a few key areas that accounted for this variance. For the third quarter of 2021, we had no gains or losses on dispositions of mineral properties. By contrast, the third quarter of 2020 included a gain of $3.5 million as we recognized a previously deferred option gain upon transfer of Los Reyes to prime mining. Secondly, this third, this third quarter had effectively no gain or loss from other investments where last year's third quarter included a gain of $2.4 million, which related mostly to our sale of Midas Gold shares. From an expense perspective, exploration and property-related expenses were higher this quarter compared to the same period in 2020. This year, we expensed $2.3 million compared to $1 million for the same quarter of last year. The increase in 2021 over 2020 resulted primarily from $1.1 million related to the definitive feasibility study, and $400,000 incrementally higher expenses for exploration drilling. And finally, our corporate administration expenses remained relatively consistent quarter over quarter, with the third quarter expense being $800,000 compared to last year at $900,000. For the nine-month periods ended September 30th, our net loss was $6.9 million in 2021, compared to net income of $2.6 million in 2020. This year saw lower gains on disposition 
of mineral properties and other investments with $2.1 million related to the Los Reyes property. Last year, we recognized gains totaling $8.5 million associated with Los Reyes, Alakmas, and the Midas Gold Shares. For expenses, this year we recognized incrementally higher expenses of $1.2 million for the definitive feasibility study, $1.6 million for exploration drilling, and increased power costs to pump approximately 1.7 gigaliters of water from the Batman pit. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Looking forward, we continue to focus on monetizing our non-core assets. Already in October, we realized $340,000 from the sale of our new Centera shares and are optimistic that we'll receive a $2.5 million option payment for cancellation of the remaining royalty that we hold on the Alwak Moss property. On the spending side, our most significant discretionary programs over the next two quarters include the definitive feasibility study and additional exploration drilling. We estimate total remaining cash expenditures for these programs will total approximately $4.4 million, with most of these funds being expended over the next several months. Other recurring expenses are expected to remain relatively consistent with previous periods. That concludes my remarks for today, so I'll turn the call back to Fred. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. As I mentioned at the start of the call, our activities during the third quarter focused on our number one priority of increasing shareholder value. We are concentrating on three key activities. First, the definitive feasibility study. In July, we announced that we commenced work to complete a definitive feasibility study for our Mount Todd Gold project. I am pleased to report that engineering and design work for the definitive feasibility study are 80% complete and that the study is on track and on budget. As a reminder, the mine plan in the definitive feasibility study is being updated using a higher gold price. This change is expected to increase gold reserves and extend the mine life. This study will also address recommendations from the 2019 preliminary feasibility study and will also include minor updates for the project design to be consistent with the approved mine management plan finalized process area engineering, and detailed costing in all areas of the project. We are also evaluating several trade-off opportunities, such as contract power generation and contract mining, which have the potential to lower our capital costs with an offsetting increase in, op in lower our capital costs with an offsetting increase in, in operating costs. We're also looking at autonomous truck haulage. Results of the definitive feasibility study are expected in early 2022. In addition to the increase in gold reserves, longer mine life, and improved project economics, management expects the definitive feasibility study to strongly support the company's partnering process by providing a higher level of confidence with regards to project designs and cost estimates. Second, our development strategy to increase value 
The process to seek a strategic partner is advancing. This is despite COVID-related travel restrictions. In particular, mining companies outside Australia have been limited in their ability to complete site visits and perform other in-country due diligence activities. Nonetheless, we continue to see strong interest in Mount Todd and extensive activity in our virtual data room. Presently, there are options available for prospective partners to complete due diligence using in-country consultants. But once Australia's borders reopen, we expect opportunities to directly conduct on-site due diligence will improve. Our technical work programs, the approval of all major permits, and the completion of a definitive feasibility study are expected to provide a solid basis to move forward with prospective development partners. We continue to focus on our strategy to further improve the economic potential of the project and increase shareholder value in a cost-effective manner. And third, the exploration drilling program. Moving on to this program, the primary objective of this program is to demonstrate the potential to efficiently add resources at Mount Todd by drilling exploration targets adjacent to the Batman deposit and extending northeast toward the Quigley's deposit, all of which are within our mining licenses. The drilling program has focused on identifying connecting structures and mineralization between previously interpreted discrete deposits and demonstrating the potential for efficient resource growth with future drilling. <clears throat> to date, VISTA has completed 18 holes and drilled 6,365 meters in the first two phases of the program. Each of the holes completed has intersected mineralization consistent with our geologic model. The last two holes in phase two were VB21012 and VB21013. VB VB21012 intersected over 100 meters of mineralization, including three zones of plus one gram gold per ton material. Phase three drilling will include an additional 2,650 meters, mostly located northward toward the Quigley's deposit, bringing our drill program total to approximately 9,000 meters. Drilling is expected to continue into the new year. We are extremely pleased with the drilling results to date and believe there is an opportunity for significant resource growth and an extended mine life at Mount Todd which we believe is important to potential partners. Looking ahead, we are excited about ongoing programs that present significant opportunities to realize shareholder value more in line with the value of Mount Todd. We continue to engage with potential partners to identify strategic opportunities to advance the development of the project. As noted, as a result of COVID-19, this process may take longer than anticipated However, we remain focused on completing the right transaction, one that achieves a structure that provides appropriate opportunity for value creation by recognizing the intrinsic value of Mount Todd and minimizing the potential for future dilution. Our objective is to achieve a valuation for Mount Todd that is reflective of the gold production profile, the long operating life, excellent gold recoveries, the project's location in Australia's low-risk Northern Territory, favorable low operating costs, robust project economics, 
the fact that we hold approvals for all major permits and will soon have a completed definitive feasibility study. We believe that these factors, coupled with the excellent infrastructure, place Mount Todd on a short list of the most attractive development stage gold projects in the world. Our exhaustive technical studies provide a solid basis for engagement with prospective development partners. We believe the completion of the definitive feasibility study will significantly enhance the attractiveness of Mount Todd as a joint venture opportunity. We continue to believe that Vista Gold represents an exceptional investment opportunity for the investor looking for value, growth potential, low geopolitical risk, and strong leverage to the gold price. At today's gold price and foreign exchange rate, the Mount Todd project economics demonstrate an after-tax NPV5 of approximately $1.6 billion with an IRR of almost 38%. Vista continues to advance and de-risk Mount Todd and is well positioned in the current gold environment to consider prospective development partners who we believe will recognize the value of Mount Todd and appropriately reward shareholders. In conclusion, we find ourselves in an interesting market. With strong, although somewhat volatile gold prices and governments around the world that are still coping with the economic effects of the COVID pandemic, we believe this bodes well for sustained and modestly improving gold prices in the coming 12 to 24 months. The work we have completed over the last several years has positioned the Mount Todd Gold Project as the largest undeveloped gold project in Australia. With 5.85 million ounces of proven and probable reserves, a number which is expected to increase with the completion of the definitive feasibility study, Vista controls the third largest reserve package in Australia. Mount Todd is ideally located in the Northern Territory of Australia, an extremely mining-friendly jurisdiction. It is favored with paved roads to the site and other existing infrastructure, including power lines a natural gas pipeline, freshwater storage reservoir, and tailings impoundment facility. Our ongoing technical programs focused on designs that are capital efficient with low operating costs. These have created the foundation for the leverage to gold price and improved shareholder value that we enjoy at the project. We have earned the trust of the local stakeholders and believe that our social license is firmly in hand. We have worked hard to secure the authorization of all of the major permits. We believe Mount Todd is a superior asset located in a politically stable and mining-friendly jurisdiction and one of the most attractive development stage gold projects, not just in Australia, but in the world. We expect the completion of the definitive feasibility study and our ongoing drilling to further demonstrate the significant upside potential of the project and strengthen our position with potential development partners. I reiterate our commitment to finding a partner to advance the project and at the same time realize value for our shareholders. For a more comprehensive assessment of the value accorded to VISTA and the Mount Todd project, I refer you to our corporate presentation, which can be found on our website at www.vistagold.com. We believe that VISTA Gold represents an exceptional investment opportunity for investors looking for value, growth potential, low geopolitical risk exposure, and strong leverage to the gold price 
and that current prices represent a tremendous opportunity to establish a position or increase one holding in Vista Gold. This concludes our prepared remarks. We will now respond to any questions from participants on this call. At this time, I would like to remind everyone, if you would like to ask a question, please press star then the number one on your telephone keypad. If your question has been answered and you would like to withdraw your registration, please press the pound key. Your first question comes from the line of Heiko Ile with H.C. Rainwright. Hey, Fred, how are you? Very well, Heiko, good morning. Thank you for being on the call. Of course. Hey, um, just thinking out loud, I mean, we're in a pretty crazy world when it comes to inflation. Uh, mining fared reasonably well so far, but I mean, how do you expect the initial CapEx and OpEx costs for the site to change? And on that same token, there have been some global increases in the costs, but I mean, what are you seeing with uh, your, your cost estimates, please? Yeah, that's, uh, you, you'll, Heiko, you'll appreciate that uh, we're we're still receiving quotes on on equipment, but uh, in in a general sense, we believe that there will be a modest increase in in the capex of the project, mostly resulting from changes in foreign exchange rates, and an increase in the size of the power plant for the project. Though it may be surprising to many, early indications are that there's been little change in major equipment in the mining fleet and the process area since our last study. Freight costs are up, and we will see that reflected in, in the equipment prices. Steel and operating costs are up. But these these components comprise a, a relatively small part of the capex of the project. On the operating cost side, energy costs in Australian dollars, natural gas and diesel, have seen little change since our, our last study. We will see some cost escalation in the area of reagents. Uh, we have in the past been very conservative in estimating labor costs, uh, and, and this was of, of note. This was confirmed by the benchmarking study that we completed in, in 2019. Presently, we are expecting only a two to three percent increase in labor rates as we as we refine our numbers for the for the feasibility study. In general, I, I think it's fair to say that we will see, as I noted, a, a modest increase in the capex of the project. And a, and a relatively modest increase in, in operating costs. I believe that these will significantly be offset by being able to use a substantially higher gold price for project economics and also by the increase in reserves. So that's that's the best answer I can give at this point. Well, and, and, and building on what you just said, obviously, not, not only is the price that you can use higher, but the spot price is much higher than last time around, too. That's exactly right, and and I, I think this is an ideal time to be completing a, a feasibility study. Fair. Okay. Um, one more, and this might be off the cuff a bit, but I mean, earlier today I went through your July 21st release on the on the feasibility study. Can you just walk, walk us through the status of this study, and by that same token, uh, are you still using TetraTech and the other consultants that are listed in the release, or have there been any additions to people that are working on it? Yeah, um, that's a, that's a great question. Let me uh, let me ask, answer the latter uh, first. Uh, the principal consultants that were announced in our July press release continue to be the principal consultants on on the study. 
We are extremely pleased with the work that's been completed by Tetratech, by Proteus on the process area design. Mine Development Associates is well advanced with the mine planning and, and scheduling and uh, designs of dumps and capital and operating costs. Power Engineers has done an exceptional job uh, in power plant design and also in working with us on the uh, the trade-off study of identifying potential companies who would be interested in owning and operating the power plant and selling us power over the fence. Um, we're, uh, you know, we, Heiko, we, you and I have had the conversation previously about the way we manage uh, studies, and we continue to to do the same as we have in the past. We select teams and, and consulting groups that we believe represent A-team players in their respective disciplines, and we work very closely with them. We play an active role in the management of the study and in order to get the most efficient uh, and best result uh, and, and to accomplish it in the shortest period of time. And, and speaking of that, you know, where, where are we at with the study? You know, as, uh, as I indicated in our prepared remarks, the engineering and design portions of the feasibility study are, are 80% complete. We, uh, we believe that a big part of the reason why we've been able to accomplish this level of engineering completion in such a short time is through the extensive amount of, of engineering that was completed to feasibility study standards for previous studies. Um, we expect uh, to be well advanced with the drafting of reports by the end of the year and to be able to announce the results of the study early in 2022. And so while many may look at this and say that six months for the completion of a feasibility study is almost unheard of, it's really built on the foundation of for a long period of time we have been completing feasibility study level engineering and incorporating it into our previous studies but we've not been getting much credit for that. So we're finally at a point where we're able to capitalize on those previous investments, and it's it's resulting in a much shortened time required to complete the feasibility study. No, it's very helpful and quite detailed. I'm, I'm going to stop hogging the question queue and get back in line. Thank you. Thank you, Heiko. Once there again, are, if you would uh, like to. Um, go ahead, Lisa. Once again, if you would like to ask a question, please press star, then the number one on your telephone keypad. I was I was just about to say that uh, uh, I don't have any anybody else waiting in the queue, but uh, I ha Pam has just handed me a question that's come in over uh, over email, and I'll I'll respond to it. It says, like much of the gold space. Vista shares are down significantly year to date. Can you talk about Vista's share price performance relative to its peers? In response, I would I would note that we closely compare ourselves to 13 other developers with advancing projects and also to the GDXJ. Year to date, we find our share price performance to be slightly better than the median performance of this peer group. I note I note that we're not pleased with this performance. As at mid-year, we were in the upper uh, quintile with regards to the same group. Our financing in July, which resulted in post-deal dilution of 12%, marked the first significant dilution of, of our shareholders since 2016. 
And this was not well received by the market. We were quite surprised by this. Subsequent softness in the market has further eroded our share price. But we believe that the programs that are in progress will provide significant stepping stones for value creation in the coming quarters. We have a very solid project. We have a very solid strategy. We believe that things in Australia are moving the right direction for us to be able to make significant progress toward uh, uh, finding and, and advancing our discussions with a potential partner and that this is actually a very interesting time for VISTA with some very important catalysts coming up in the coming quarters. It still At this time, there are no further questions. I would like to turn the call back to Fred Ernest for closing remarks. Very well. Thank you, Lisa. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank all who have uh, joined the call today. We're very pleased with the progress that's been made this quarter, both with regards to our balance sheet, progress, tremendous progress on the, uh, the definitive feasibility study, the drilling program, and, and also the work that's ongoing with regards to finding a partner for the development of the Mount Todd project. The management team here at VISTA is focused on a very narrow list of key activities, each of which we believe will ultimately generate significant value for VISTA shareholders. We invite you to not let opportunities pass you by. As we indicated, today's prices represent a tremendous opportunity. VISTA is undervalued. And if, as we proceed and are successful with the, the catalyst, the work that's ongoing, we believe that there will be significant improvement in our share price. We would like to see all benefit from the, 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 the success of our labors and with improved share price, and we invite you to seriously consider the merits of investments in Vista Gold. With that, we conclude our call. We thank you for your time this morning and wish all of you the very best. Have a wonderful day. This concludes today's conference. You may now disconnect. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.